1: Back again, losers. We're starting our podcast with a special spooky episode.
0: Yeah, buddy. So, uh, like I posted in the group, you guys already know. This week we brought in a a guest, our cousin Kathleen, aka our spooky bitch expert. If the title "spooky bitch" was a job, Kathleen would be the CEO of that bitch. See, you old that motherfucker. She ain't like you hoes who only do it for Halloween. She's a spooky bitch twenty four seven. Kathleen, why don't you say what's up to the people?
2: Hi, guys. It's Kathleen here. I would like to thank Sean and Drew for letting me onto the podcast tonight, especially considering that it is Halloween and that is my favorite holiday ever. I live, sleep, and breathe Halloween, so I'm excited to take a part of this.
0: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Kathleen's a little nervous, guys, so be easy on (laughs) her, right? Just be easy. Don't make fun of her like you make fun of Drew and (laughs) make fun of Sean. Do it behind closed doors.
2: (laughs) Thanks, guys.
0: But uh, yeah, like uh, we're gonna talk. You know, we're gonna do Halloween themed episode this week. We thought it was only right since you know Halloween's this weekend. Uh, so we're gonna talk about a cup. We got a couple different things we're gonna talk about with you guys. Uh, first we're gonna get some of the history out of the way, and then uh, we're gonna switch to like pop culture, kinda like talk about like slashers, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah,
1: buddy. Yeah, buddy.
0: Let's get into this shit. Oh, Let's yeah. make this mac and cheese.
1: <laughs> mm, squishy, squishy. All right, G, what you got?
0: You want get... to start us off? You want me to start yeah, us I off?
1: Yeah, I'm you guys off. Um, Halloween was made from the Christians, made Halloween.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a, a pagan and a Christian kind of thing, and... Uh, Crazy! I was telling them right before this started. Actually, up until the seventh century, All Hallows Eve, which you know, another name for Halloween, actually fell on May thirteenth. Could you imagine celebrating Halloween on May thirteenth? Like it doesn't even sound right. Like it sounds weird.
1: What? What they got the idea of May thirteenth? Also been. May, what was May thirteenth was Friday the thirteenth. Get the fuck up, Drew! Come <laughs> That's on. I'm
2: just, not a thing, Drew. You
1: ruined it already. No, I didn't ruin shit.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man. So you know, like Drew said, it was a, you know it started as a pagan Christian kind of thing, and then uh, so yeah, they uh, Halloween falls on October thirty first because of the ancient Gaelic festival of Samhain. Which Kathleen's gonna tell you a little bit more about that in a little bit. She's super hyped. Not really. I kinda of forced <laughs> her to talk about it because I didn't want to. Nope, me either.
2: It's fine, it's fine.
0: But uh yeah, considered the earliest known route of Halloween occurred on that day. So you know, that's pretty exciting.
1: You know, um and in, in the USA started in night eighteen forties. Like this one Halloween came over.
0: Oh, to the states! To the states! That's
2: yeah, it was cool. uh, Irish immigrants that brought it.
0: over.
1: Iri- Fuck yeah, they did. Irish and Scottish immigrants to our brothers out there. Yeah,
0: can the narrator tell me something about this? Actually, weren't you?
2: Yeah. So the original jack lanterns was actually something that the Irish Celtics did. Um, the idea was from a story uh, about a guy named Stringy Jack who ended up kind of messing with the devil and tricked him into doing all these things for him. But hence his name, Stringy Jack. He never held up his end of the deal. So when he finally passed away, God was like, I'm not vouching for you like you're going to hell. Well, the devil was like, well, I don't want you here either after everything you did. So he was essentially sent to purgatory where he was forced to walk around with just an oil like an oil lamp that is technically with a turnip. So the idea was that if you carved out a smiling face in a turnip, Stringy Jack wouldn't come to your house then because he essentially thought he was just seeing himself. So it was the idea of protection. And then once the Celtic immigrants came over to the U.S., obviously turnips weren't very popular over here as a crop, whereas pumpkins were. So what they ended up doing was kind of transferring the tradition of carving out turnips into pumpkins because they were larger, and you could also get them more available.
0: Hmm. Very interesting. Stringy Jack did my son super dirty. See, man, that's why you don't make deals with the devil, man. And if you do, I don't know, just don't.
1: (laughs) Yo, wait, wait, how about about the guy, how about the fill player that made deal with the devil? The what? Double one down in Georgia? That motherfucker lost. <laughs> Why do you always? Your
0: brain is like a throughway. There's a like hundred different things going on at once.
1: You're damn right. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> but, uh, oh well, yeah, that's pretty cool, you know, that there's that much of a story behind I'm, Me, guys, obviously, you know, if you listen to this podcast or if you know me outside of this podcast, I don't know anything about any of this shit because 4th of July is my time to shine. So, this is Kathleen's expertise. That's why when we decided to do an episode about this, we thought, you know, she's the best person to bring in on this because if anybody's going to know this kind of history, it's going to be her. And obviously, she's proving that it was a great idea to
1: have her here. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. It sure. literally
0: everything she just said. I had no fucking clue it existed.
1: I, I, d- so. I, I kind of did. It was the same story. I,
2: I'm sure you did, Drew. You were just like, I Google searched real quick.
1: Exactly. No, no, I, no my information is from Wikipedia. <laughs>
0: I know that uh the only thing one of the thing very few things I do know about is that I know like uh the trick or treat part like the candy like involving candy, that concept became mainstream in the u s in the early to mid nineteen hundreds during which families would provide treats to children in hopes that they would be immune to any holiday pranks, which is pretty sick like I feel like everything's just. Much sicker when described as that. Like instead of just being like, yeah, we're giving you a chocolate bar. It's like, yeah, we're giving you a chocolate bar so you don't get fucked up in some pranks. <laughs> That's a way more badass way to see it, dude.
1: Yeah, very um, much. Um, I got I I I wrote some down on that. I said, trick-or-treating is a custom celebration for children on Halloween. Children go in costumes from house to house, ask for tricks such as candies or sometimes money. With the question, trick-or-treat. The word trick implies a threat to perform miscleaves mischief miscleave. uh-huh. mischief, yeah Mischievous. <laughs> Mischievous of the house owner or the property if no treats is given. Just what Sean said. That's where trick-or-treat comes from. Remember the time trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something to get to eat or else something, something. Yeah, yeah. Yo.
0: If a kid's walk up to my door and he's like, yo, trick or treat? I'm giving him a trick, and I'll punch him in
1: his nuts. Builds character. You're welcome. Ch- children don't go to his house. He's like the Grinch during this time. Yeah, I fucking hate Halloween, dude, to be honest.
2: I don't know why it's literally I the best holiday ever.
0: I will, admit, I will admit that last year is probably one of the best Halloweens I've ever had in my entire life. I got to bring my boy, Jason Bohees, to life for the first time ever.
1: Then retired. And it was fucking
0: sick, dude. Then, then I re- retired. I hung it up. That's my last year ever. I'm retiring, man. I'm retiring on top,
1: baby. Yeah. How about how about every year we help her father out?
0: Yeah, man. We can get in there. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's another guy who's
0: like, if Kathleen ever had like competition of like, knowing Halloween, it'd probably be like her and her dad like neck and neck, because her dad fucking knows everything about this shit. Her dad goes all out for Halloween, man. Like this dude decks his house out. Uh, almost every year, me and Drew will be out there with them. We'll be scaring the shit out of kids, man. You know, it's sick. Last year, when I dressed as Jason, I scared some girl so badly that she dropped her phone and took off running. We literally had to get in touch with one of her cousins to come and get her phone because she wouldn't come get it from me because she was that terrified of me.
1: Wait, I thought that was too.
0: 2019? No, that was, no, last, was last year. year. I did Jason. Oh shit.
2: Yeah, cuz uh Tim and I were people from the twilight zone and everybody was like okay with us, but the minute they saw Sean cuz Sean was just coming out the corner like a creeper and that was it like they were done. They weren't coming back. And then you add on my dad who's chasing these poor girls down the street dressed as a clown.
0: And you added me as a clown too. Yeah, but then you fucking ruined it because then you came back with your
1: gorilla suit <laughs> with a shark's jersey on.
2: Yeah, I didn't quite understand that, but you do your
1: drew. It's Halloween, dude. I was like, "Fuck it." There's no kids coming. It was, no, it was raining that day too. Yeah,
0: that's the only shitty thing is the last couple of years we've had Halloween. It's the weather hasn't been that great, which really makes it harder too. Because like, if you guys like knew Kathleen's dad, he's like all about Halloween. Man, he'll stay out there till fucking. 6 a.m. If he has to, man. So like when we get a shitty year and that the the kids stop coming around at an at a early time, dude. You know it's it's bum. You know, it kind of bums you out because you're like, yo, this guy lives for this shit year after year. So you know, but yeah, man, it's cool that like there's like this deeper meaning behind like Halloween as a whole and like where trick or treating originated from and shit, j- which is pretty sick. I definitely did not know that Irish immigrants were jack o' lanterns and all. I didn't know that. It's pretty badass. Do you think Stringy Jack? Stringy Jack, right? Yes. Do you think that had anything to do with like the birth of like Skeleton Jack or whatever Jack Skeleton?
2: I'm not sure. I just know that like it was just this guy who decided to play tricks with the devil and ended up Losing? getting himself into mm. purgatory and not being able to enjoy either side.
1: That's pretty wild. Pretty fucking wild.
0: Yeah, man. But uh, is there anything else, like, uh, history-wise of Halloween that you guys want to bring up?
2: I got one. So uh, during Samhain, you actually have another tradition that uh, Irish and Scottish um, used to do that was called Dumb Supper. So what it was was essentially it was a time for you to invite your ancestors and spirits that have passed and to kind of update on update them on what has been going on throughout the year and then kind of just having time to spend with your family. So you would pretty much have everybody just come over. You would celebrate, you kind of talk about how the year has gone and what you hope would happen almost like a new year's festival in a sense, because you are now leading into the winter, uh, the winter months, which obviously your crops and everything are changing. Um, And what they would actually do at the end of the night is they would leave their doors and windows open So that spirits could still come in after the festival had ended and they would actually leave out cake for them to enjoy on their way back to the other side. So it's kind of interesting to see that, like, essentially our ancestors, because we're Irish, um, kind of doing this spooky kind of stuff. And then since I'm super into it, it's kind of nice to have that connection.
0: Yo, honestly, I mean, I brought this up to Kathleen the other day because uh, I was watching the show that I watch, and that's where I heard about Dumb Supper was because they did it on the show. And I'm like, yo, this is one of the most fucking like badass things I've ever seen in my life. So that's when I brought it up to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, I know all about it. Yo, know, I think it would be lit to fucking do that one year, dude. I would To have like a that. Dumb Supper, I think that'd be lit, dude. To just, a bunch of us just hang out, dude. Like, I don't know if it's like that, I don't know if... That's what the how that's how they actually celebrated. But on this show, the way they did it was they all sat down for like this meal. But at the beginning, none of them talked. They all just sat in silence and they just thought about like something that they'd want to tell one of their loved ones who had passed on, kind of you know. Yeah, what I mean? for Which sure. I thought was badass too to just yeah, if fun. like there was just a bunch of us just sitting like around a table about to enjoy a meal and we just sat there like in silence, like thinking about something we want to say to one of our ancestors that had passed on, like in the hopes that they, like, kind of like thinking that they'd be able to hear it, I think that just sounds like badass. I think that, that whole concept is just sick.
1: No, Sean, let's during, let's go during one year, uh, let's go get a cabin out in the middle of the woods. No. No. Nope. Yeah, I've no, seen enough no, 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 horror no. movies no, to know no, how no, that
2: goes. No, no, thank you. No,
1: we ain't going to do the wheezy Board bullshit. We're going to just do that dumb supper there. You go. want to do a dumb supper in a cabin in the middle of the woods.
0: Yeah. Come on. It'd be, that's just You're going to let the wrong spirits out and I'm going to kill us all.
1: Yeah. It's, it's all about closing your portals.
2: Drew, that's the whole point, though. They leave the portals open so their ancestors can come through and visit and then leave.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> that's no.
2: why I said they leave the doors and windows open. I don't know about you. I'm not trying to go in the middle of the woods in a cabin.
1: like uh, that player. I'm not having that in the hood.
0: Yo, on some real shit. Could you imagine like waking up, dude, and you just see a spirit just sitting there chomping down your cake, bro? I'd be like is that that's Fessel? fucking lit, and then I'd go <laughs> back to sleep, dude.
1: Yo, is that Fessel from Castle? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one of Drew's ancestors.
2: <laughs> For real.
1: Or uh Slimer from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh
0: here's another little fun fact I just found on here. Uh the Puritans. Uh, I guess we're disapproving of Halloween's pagan roots, so they didn't take part in the celebrations. Fucking losers. Thief of joys. But uh, but once Irish and Scottish immigrants began to arrive in America in great numbers, the holiday made its way back into the zeitgeist. The very first American colonial Halloween celebrations featured large public parties, to commemorate the upcoming harvest, tell ghost stories, sing and dance. That sounds like the litest party ever. That sounds like the greatest. That sounds like the kind of party I want to be at. There's just people, just like your neighbors and shit. They're all just sitting out there, like, yo, I can't wait for my crops to grow. Yo, let's get drunk and dance naked by a fire.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's what they. All right, well, but let's just get drunk and dance. Lit. That sounds like that. a badass
0: party, dude. Yo, let's rent a piece of land and do it, dude. Hell yeah. I'd be yeah. so down. And then if people start ending up dead, we'll be like every white person in any horror movie ever. Let's go investigate their body where they just died
1: immediately. Hey, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Instead of calling the police, we'll just investigate it ourselves. You guys are saying yes to open field, but no to a cabin in the woods, open the doors and shit? You ever seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. I mean, it was fucked. You ever see The Condren? No, I hate those fucking see, movies.
2: See, I've seen all of them.
1: I don't like those movies. I, think I, I just I just had my granddad watch it, the first one. He's like, "Oh, this is kind of scary." Like, yeah, okay. I never watched it. I don't like that kind of shit, man.
0: I don't like possession movies. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you guys right now. All right, throw me under the you know, get the lynch, get the mob, man, get the you know, light your broomsticks or whatever the fuck they like. I don't know. George I had a brain fart and I can't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> you don't like? Uh... Oh yeah, but. I don't fucking like Possession movies, okay, man? I don't think Possession movies are that fucking good. I think they're stupid. Me, I'm a classic kind of guy because I grew up with guys like Kathleen's dad who put me on to, like, Freddy, Michael Myers, Jason, those guys. So, like, if I see a movie and it's not a slasher hunting down teens, then I don't want it. That's why I'm kind of mad that, like, they can't... Obviously, you guys have heard me say it on here a bunch of times. I I fucking hate reboots. I hate reboots. I hate remakes. I hate reboot. But I hate that Hollywood hasn't found a way to bring back the fucking glory of old slasher films and make, like, new stories, but make them as badass as they used to be. Because now when they do that kind of shit, the movies just suck. Like that, the Hellfest that we watched that one time. I was like, oh, it's a slasher flick. It's going to be fucking sick. Corniest movie i ever watched
1: in my it, entire life. He has, it was so he, stupid. He had some good kills in that movie. I was movie no, was say, stupid.
2: it was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't like... You can't put it up with the the champs up there with the original slashers, but I don't think it was as awful as you're saying it was. He, like I will agree with Drew, there were some brutal kills, but other than that, like it was a one and done watch for me. Like I don't think I'd ever watch it again.
1: Yo, how about how about the movie that we all watched it, but you decided to go to bed early? Overkill, oversight, mm. kill, overlord, overlord. Stupid fucking movie stupid ever. Stupid movie ever my life.
0: You know why? That movie goes up there with Unfriended. as biggest waste of time ever. No, no.
1: We've, we, at least we finished Unfriended.
0: Unfriended was, Unfriended was so bad that me and Drew, when we returned it to Family Video, we made it a point to walk in there and walk through the entire place telling people, don't rent this fucking movie because it's terrible. Wait,
2: <laughs> I think, is that the one with the-
0: Where it's literally just webcam the whole time. The whole movie is webcam. Oh, talking I, on
2: webcams. I've never seen that one. There's another Fuck one about terrible. this girl that like- Accepts a friend request and then the girl starts like consuming her life.
1: Oh, are you don't big lick? No, what? Drew, go wait in the fucking hallway. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, sorry guys, I didn't want to get off topic a little bit, but you know. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty cool, you know. Got a little bit of the history of Halloween itself, then talked about a little dumb supper, Sam Hain, which is sick. Uh, pretty sure Drew wants to talk about Day of the Dead.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm
0: sure if we don't let him talk about soon, he's probably going to murder all of
1: us. Oh, uh, damn sure. I'll go so, with you first.
0: Go ahead, man. The stage is yours. Tell us about Day of the Dead.
1: All right. Uh, Day of the Dead. Day, Day of the dead is a Mexican holiday where families welcome back the souls of the deceased relatives of Bene- Benefits Reunion that include food, drink, and celebration. It's pretty much like a party, but it's not for the dead. It's for the living, for the life. Um... I'm not going I going to try to say this word the Spanish term for day of the dead is a uh, dead the de los mortes it means day of the dead do you have those mortes yes have los mortes I'm sure I butchered that just as bad as you yeah, but yeah my sister
0: I uh, was trying to make it sound better than you did but I'm pretty sure I made it sound worse
1: yeah it's just um originally it came from the Aztecs started back in uh about 3000 years ago Holy fuck. Um yeah, uh it's it's not the same as Halloween. Everyone think it's the same as Halloween. It's uh is usually celebrated on All Saints Day. So
0: it happens after Halloween, right? It doesn't they don't celebrate it on October thirty
1: first? Tackling, technically I just saw I just I did research today on it. Uh they go from the thirty first to the second, like a three day party, pretty much. Okay, okay. But the one Spanish word I'm not gonna really say because I'm not gonna be. Ooh. Hey, man, it happens. What are you, we're not fucking Einsteins over here. Yeah, um, yeah, they usually celebrate an, an All Saints Day on November 1st, but I never knew there was a three day event. That's pretty cool. Uh, originally in Mexico and Central America, it celebrates of life, not death. What are they like? Like,
0: if Halloween has, like, dressing up and, like, passing out candy, what do they do to, like, so, like kind of, like, celebrate it that way, you know just I mean?
1: have a, Just have a big-ass festival. Yeah, but, like, in, do in they, the, like... In the cemetery.
0: So, like, I know, like, for Day of the Dead, you see a lot of, like, the sugar skulls. Do you know what, like, the meaning behind the sugar skulls? I think the sugar skulls... Because I know a lot of them, like, they'll do, like, they'll paint their faces of them for, like, the celebrations. You know the meaning behind any of that?
1: Oh, wait, um, I got it. The Aztec use uh, skulls to honor the dead, like the people like will put the makeup on. Yeah, yeah. It's to honor the dead.
0: Yeah, that's what I that's what I I looked it up a little bit too. That's what I got too is that uh, sugar skulls represented a departed soul, uh, and you, sometimes it would have the head of the name written on their forehead of like the skull, and it was placed on the home ofrenda. Or gravestone to honor the return of a particular skull or a particular spirit. So, like, kind of in a way, they would like they would leave these things at like people's graves as kind of like a welcome back for like their spirit, kind of. So that's kind of like what Day of the Dead is. It's like a celebration, but to them, they believe that like their their spirits of like past loved ones come back and like celebrate with them.
1: But a, a good a good movie for you to watch, fellow losers, is Coco. Coco explains the whole.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That was about the that.
1: Yeah, is it? It actually explains what they do, what kind of festivals they do. But it's a good movie. I might, I might have to go. I might have to go on my uh, DVD collection and watch it, or I could watch it on Disney Plus. Side note, real quick. True, nobody fucking
0: collects DVDs anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was about to say what. Not,
0: Why don't you just get digital copies, man? Then you could take them everywhere. You never lose them.
1: That's true. Um, oh, yeah, go
0: ahead. Sorry. Side, side note over. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> uh, that was a little mini rant. I wish I wish you'd bring your mini rants back.
0: No, I'm a happy person now. I can't be doing rants no
1: more. Dude, I'm too okay, happy it, for you. Anyway, that's another side note. Um, Yeah, flowers, butterflies. Yeah, Butterfly skulls are typically used as symbols. Have you personally ever been to a Day of the Dead celebration? Dude, that's my one dream. Yeah?
0: I'd be kind of... I feel like that would be like a sick thing to like... Yo, so. On experience, too.
1: Just think about it. We get our passports or not, or find out where the, where the Mexican culture is big. We're yeah. my sister as a translator. That's
0: like... <laughs> it's always weird to me, like, with those kinds of things, because, like, I know it's, like, a big... It's, like, a very, like, cultural thing, you know what I mean? Like Like you said, it's very big in, like, Mexican culture. So, like, I would never want to be, like, that kind of guy. It's, like, at a Day of the Dead celebration, they think I'm doing it as, like, a way to, like, mock them or something,
1: you know what I mean? No, um... It's pretty much like if you ever go like, hang out with Mexicans. Th- this is honest truth. They treat you like yeah. like family. Because like when I was in Georgia, uh, my uh, mom's friends or my sister's friends who were Mexicans, We did go there. and like, oh, you want something to eat? Yeah, yeah. You got you got to take something to eat, or you offend them. Yeah. Oh, here's his milk Here's his rice milk. It's like new. no no no, No rice milk for juice. I mean, it would be sick.
0: I feel like that would be sick too to like experience like a like an authentic like Day of the Dead celebration. I feel like that'd be badass.
1: Oh uh, yeah, definitely. And it's
0: my bad, Drew. I don't mean to cut you no, off, no, but uh, uh, you it's off, cool. Yeah. It's really cool too. Like when you when you dig deeper into like shit like this, like Halloween, it's cool that a lot of different cultures all have their own way of like celebrating it, and it means something different to everybody, which is super cool. Which I think is a big reason why a lot of people. Like, you know, obviously Kathleen, it's we know it's her favorite holiday. She's not just doing it because it's the new thing. But I feel like a lot of people have picked it up recently as their favorite holiday, too. But I think a lot of people do it because so many people celebrate it differently, which is super cool. I feel like you can't really do that with a lot of the holidays. Well, I feel you could probably do it with, like, the bigger ones. But I feel like with this one, there's so many different iterations of, like, what people do for, like, Halloween. Like, there's... Our Halloween, then there's like Day of the Dead. I'm sure there's fucking tons of other people that's call it something different and celebrate it a different way. So it's always super cool to like dive into, kind of like see it from like their point of view, like what it means to them. That's it's pretty badass.
1: Yo, Sean, uh, I was looking up. We could go to California at St. Anne. No, John. I'm
0: not going to California ever.
1: California, I'm gonna exit off my map forever. <laughs> Anyway,
0: uh, fuck you. Anything else you (laughs) want to say about Day of the Dead, man? Come
1: on. I definitely, yeah. This is your forte right here. Yeah, my forte. I got, if you guys don't know, I got, uh, I got a Day of the Dead tattoo on my leg. I got the girl wearing the, uh, skeleton face. I got the witch doctor and I got the Reaper.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess that's Drew's segment on Day of the Dead, (laughs) I guess. Kathy, uh, you got anything you want to add about Day of the Dead?
2: I don't know very much about Day of the Dead, which is kind of sad because it does kind of fall in place with, like, the spooky aspects of things that I love. But Drew pretty much covered the basics as much as I know.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I know sometimes a lot of people get mad that we don't, like, go super into detail with this kind of stuff. But you guys got to understand, man, researching fucking sucks, Look. dude. <laughs> it's
1: like going back to school again. So, like,
0: it's hard, especially with stuff like this, it's hard to, like, go super into detail because I don't ever want to get something wrong about it and then, you know, offend somebody. So, like, I feel like with situations like this that we wanted to really talk about, it, we'd have to find, like, somebody who's, like, part of that, like, heavy into that culture that could tell us from, like, their point of view, which... Maybe it could be a cool thing to do maybe next year, maybe for Halloween. Maybe we can find somebody that's like actually celebrates Day of the Dead, you know what I mean? Like
1: the proper way. Yeah,
0: yeah, like the proper way and get them to talk about it from their point of view, which could be sick.
1: I guess I gotta make a couple phone calls.
0: Yeah, it could definitely be sweet. But like, yeah. I don't wanna ever I don't ever wanna dive too deep into a conversation and then accidentally get my information wrong and then, you know I don't wanna do that because it's not my place to talk about stuff like that. Because, you know, obviously I'm a full-blown American white man. My father was a bald eagle. My father has bloody bald eagle blood inside of him. And my mother is a great ancestor of George Washington. So I'm full-blooded American.
1: Are you talking about Mr. America right now? Was it a Mr. America? No, he's on vacation.
0: He's wait, on vacation. Wait, Sean.
1: He takes very song. long vacations. Sean, you should write that down for our TV show. We're going to do Mr. America and his crew. Oh, yeah. That's his backstory. Miss America and the Freedom Fighters.
2: Goodbye.
1: Yo,
0: check you for right it. Now. It's going to be an
1: adult swim right after Rick and Morty. <laughs> Yo, the funny thing about uh, that show, I'm going to be the, uh, he's going to be Miss America, of course. I'm going to be the. Uh... Drew's going to be like our Alfred. Or no, <laughs> he's going to be like our Lucius Fox. Well, redneck version.
2: You're giving him that much credit no,
1: there? No, no. Yeah, why not? No, I'm just saying I'll be the redneck version of Lucius. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like the guy like builds version. our
0: gadgets and shit like,
1: yeah, you gotta be easy with
0: this bitch. Like, every time you see him, he's just, like, got overalls on only one strap is done. <laughs> he's got, like, his belly hanging out and shit. What so,
2: Drew on a normal day, then. Pretty much.
0: But, uh, yeah, so, we talked about a little history of origins about, like, Halloween itself, how it started, where it came from. Then, you know, our spooky bitch over here, she enlightened us on Sam Hain and Dumb Supper, which was sick to hear about. And now, it's recorded it's going to be on Spotify. Now we have to do a dumb supper together. Yeah. We put it on here. We have to do it. now. Oh, yeah. We can't back out.
1: All right. Get, find out the information. We might do a live episode from there.
0: I would definitely do that. I think that'd be awesome. No, man,
1: fuck that. Let's
0: not do an episode, man. Let's just enjoy that. Too. Let's just be in the moment yeah. and just enjoy it the way it's meant to be enjoyed. All right. It's supposed right. to honor You know, we'll ancestors. try and get, like, my brother involved, too, and we'll just do it. Just We'll just get a couple of us, and we'll just... Enjoy it the way it's meant to be enjoyed. Just us, just enjoying each other's company.
1: Oh, this idea.
0: Something we probably never do, ever. But yeah, that'd be sick, you know? And shouts out to Drew for filling us in a little bit on Day of the Dead, giving us a little uh, history from their side of the story.
1: But now... Um, Oh, wait, hold on. Let me ask. Definitely, why is Halloween your favorite holiday?
2: Oh man, I don't even know how to answer this. I guess partially because of my dad. Like my dad is the iconic king of Halloween. Like that is just his thing. So growing up and going every year all out and like helping him build these insane setups just so he could scare a few kids, like that just kind of ingrained the idea of like okay, Halloween's the best see or the best holiday ever. But I also think It kind of fits in with my interest of like the paranormal and kind of like graveyards and spooky things like that. So having a holiday that's strictly geared towards scaring people and kind of crossing into the other side, it's been always appealing. And plus, Halloween always has the best clothing prints that come out. And, you you know, your girl's a fashionista, so I always have to look super fly.
1: She's been a flannel, y'all.
2: Because you picked me up from work. What else am I supposed to wear?
1: Yeah, speaking of that, good thing
0: you mentioned that because that's one of the things I wanted to ask you guys about, and I forgot. Uh, How do you guys feel about going on a ghost tour?
2: So Tim and I are actually going on to one. We are visiting Sleepy Hollow and Salem uh, just after Halloween, and we actually signed up for one, and I'm kind of nervous, surprisingly.
0: I like... I'm not like, I like, obviously I believe in ghosts and I believe that people that pass on could come back as like spirits and shit, but I'm not like super deep into it, but I feel like going on a ghost tour would be kind of sick, dude. But like, I'd also like need you guys to sign an NDA that if I cried like a little girl, you're not allowed <laughs> to tell anybody ever.
1: You'll kind of your tears. Because this just
2: got super weird.
0: But Drew, go wait in the fucking hallway. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think that'd be badass. I don't know if you remember. But years ago when we were down in Allegheny, we went to like that tower or whatever, and Uncle Jim gave us all that gear Yep. to try and hunt for ghosts. And it was like, this is like the most exhilarating night of my life. We didn't find shit, but I was still <laughs> exhilarated. I'm like, yo, just the thought of us running into a spirit out here would be so badass. Like, I don't even care. that only took over my body and pushed <laughs> me off a cliff. I would die a happy man knowing that I saw a ghost. That'd be sick.
2: Well, we could always go to the Rolling Hills Asylum. Like they have overnight stays and like
1: You gotta do it small nope.
0: tours. Wait, 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 wait. Nobody said anything about <laughs> staying in one, okay? No, you got I'm to I'm trying to wake up dead. You got to. What the fuck? Don't These be a... motherfuckers are nuts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said we will go do a Yeah, a song? ghost tour, not a ghost sleepover.
1: <laughs> yeah, almost buy us naked. I bet you will.
2: You well like you don't have to stay over. They have just like various tours, but like Tim and I were looking at one because um, we have an extra day where we weren't gonna stay in Salem, but now we are, but we were kind of looking uh for things to come back and do and we saw the Rolling Hills Asylum and then we saw the overnight thing and Tim's like, No <laughs> So yeah, I now like I need a, you guys too. I feel
0: like a ghost tour alone would just be badass to do. You know where I would love to go, but like obviously you can't go there. Or you need like you need to know, like, a lot of people to be able to go there. But you know what would be sick to explore, dude? The fucking Cecil Hotel. That place would be sick to explore, dude. Are you talking about, uh... Ben's yeah, the like one the documentary, the Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah, the yeah. chick went missing out of the elevator and shit. And Richard Ramirez stayed in that hotel. A.K.A. the Night Stalker. That guy was fucked in the head. But yeah, that would be badass to go there, dude. I feel like... I'm pretty sure somebody's trying to reopen it as a new hotel or something. Just probably going to fail and a bunch of people are going to die because that place is haunted. So I feel like you have to like really know somebody to be able to tour it, but that'd be fire to do that. But I mean, any ghost tour would be sick to see, honestly. I'd be like, that'd be kind of badass, but I feel like if a ghost touched me, I'd pee myself.
1: <laughs>
0: so like, if there's any ghosts out there listening to this right now, you touch me, I swear to God, I will die on purpose just to come back as a spirit to whoop your ass. Don't fuck with me. All right, now that we're past all that. now it's time for your boys forte get into the pop culture and the movies. and I was looking up, I was searching some stuff about uh you know the horror movies, the first horror movie ever, and I stumbled across this. This movie came out in eighteen ninety six It was called "House of the Devil." Uh, And it's considered the first horror film ever made. And it's also got a really cool story behind it because it was deemed lost until a copy turned up at the New Zealand Film Archive in 1988. Its title has also been translated to Manor of the Devil, The Haunted Castle, The Devil's Manor, and The Devil's Castle. It's like, that's so sick, dude. It goes missing from, what was it, 1896 to... What did I just say?
2: Till the 1980s.
0: Yeah, like, how does that shit just go... and mi- just pops up at a film festival in the 1980s? Like, that's some spooky shit. <laughs> I bet that place was filled with a bunch of white people, too. And they're like, this doesn't seem suspicious at all. Let's all watch this movie right now. And then we'll probably die after, but it's okay. We're white. We do stupid shit in horror movies.
2: Oh, my God. That just makes me think of Sinister.
0: What the fuck is a Sinister?
2: You've never seen that movie where the kids watch the... Like film reel, and then they become possessed. No, you're missing out. They were good movies.
0: Oh, apparently it's a series of sketches, the movie. And uh, I guess it starts with a bat transforming into Mess You know that? I don't know how to fuck I pronounce. An angel of agent agent of the devil. Uh, with the help of his assistant, he conjures demonic entities from a cauldron, which then go on to prank two men who enter the castle. In the end, one of the men uses a crucifix to make Mephistopheles disappear. That's pretty cool. Interesting.
1: Interesting.
0: Interesting. Wow, a lot of movies made in 1896. There's another one. Oh, there's three more. A Terrible Night, 1896. Ooh, this was a horror comedy. A man tries to get a good night's sleep at a at an inn, but ends up wrestling a giant spider in an over the top comedic manner. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. You know, I need
1: to see this. How about how about Dale
0: and Tucker versus Evil? Shop, Drew. We're not even that far yet. We're still in the eighteen ninety six. Jesus. Let me have my moment. This is the only this is the only research I could do about this subject. Let me have this. Uh, then there's another one in 19, or 1896 called A Nightmare. Uh, they said it could be considered the first dream sequence in film history and the first use of psychological horror. See, man, I don't fuck with that psychological horror shit, man. If that movie's got me thinking about shit I should not be thinking about afterwards, I don't want it, bro. If I'm going to sleep thinking about, like, yo, I'm probably asleep right now. This her probably drug me, so I can't, I'm, like, awake, but I'm not really awake, and now he's touching my butthole? I don't want that kind of movie, all right? That (laughs) shit fucks with me, man. I don't like that. But apparently this film...
2: That was weird.
0: I'm getting the fuck out of here, dude. (laughs) I just heard something. I'm fucking Dude, I heard it, too. I'm getting the fuck out of here. But apparently this film, The Nightmare, uh, it depicts a man in bed on a stage trying to fall asleep. A beautiful woman appears... Beautiful woman appears at the edge of his bed, but as he eagerly sits up and tries to kiss her, she transforms Sue in minstrel, dances on the bed, and then transforms into a clown. Motherfucker. How did I know that one of the first horror (laughs) movies ever was going to involve a clown? I fucking knew it, dude. I just knew it. I was terrified of clowns for so long. Not anymore, though, bitches. What's up? Fuck me. I'll beat your ass, clown
1: a jazz clown <laughs> but Yeah
0: man that's pretty cool but you know that's pretty sick that the first ever recorded hist- uh, horror movie was that long ago that's pretty wild and then i also before we get into you know a deeper talk of like modern uh modern horror movies i found a list Also about, like, the top 100 horror movies. I wanted to read off, like, the first, like, the top five for you guys. See what you think. Uh, Number five is The Thing, 1982, John Carpenter. Uh, If you've never seen The Thing, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Bro, what the fuck, man? What the hell, dude? Is Matt fucking with me right now? (laughs) Bro, I'm I'm legit (laughs) getting scared right now.
2: Drew, go in the corner and see what's going on. We'll sacrifice you. Sean and I can run faster.
1: I think that's the heater.
0: Old-ass heater. (laughs) Old-ass cool. But yeah, what do you guys think of that? Number five. Have you ever seen The Thing?
2: I've seen The Thing. I love John, John Carpenter. He is the mastermind behind Halloween. Did not really care for the movie though. Like it was okay for me. I'm not really into like oh this blob can transform to anything. Like it just wasn't for me.
0: The only thing I know about the thing is that Kurt Russell's in it. That's literally all my knowledge right there of the thing. That's about all I know. So what do you think? Like you personally, would you put that on your top five?
2: No, not no. That's a no for. I don't me.
1: know i watch this thing.
0: Got Kurt Russell. It's about like this dude. It's like this dude's head to like transforms into like a spider. Yeah, you've never fucking seen it. What am I talking about? <laughs> uh number four, psycho, Alfred Hitchcock.
2: It's such a classic. Like you cannot go wrong with Norman Bates. I hope that my son loves me as much as Norman Bates loved his mom when I have a kid.
0: I think it's crazy. I don't know when this when this uh, article was put out, but it's got to be pretty recent because they mentioned the Bates Motel show in here. But uh, I think it's pretty crazy that a movie that came out that long ago still, like, it handles the test of time, and there's still people now that have, would probably put it on their top five. I'm sure there's people that probably put it in their top three. And, like, it's been it's been out for that long, and there's still people that feel that strongly about it. That's, like... That tells you right there how good of a movie it has to be, man. That's lasted that long and still popular with everything that's coming out now.
1: That's wild. Wait, are you talking about psycho or are you talking about Psycho, wow. yes. Are you talking about with the Alfred Hitchcock movie? Yes, too-
2: he literally <laughs> said that. I literally Drew.
1: said Alfred Hitchcock. Do oh. you not listen? I'm listening. No, you're He's not. not listening. I know you're
0: not. Fun
2: fact about that, though. So Jamie Lee Curtis, who is like a scream queen icon, her mom yeah,
0: is actually, actually
2: in an Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock movie. She yeah, the birds.
0: Yeah, I just found that out, actually. actually you know how I found that out? Too. You know how I found that out? Was when they showed footage from the premiere of Halloween Kills, and she came dressed yep. as the lady, yeah. And that's when they told her, and she's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. That's pretty badass. Makes sense, dude. You know, you, you're birthed by a scream queen, so of course you'd become a scream queen. That's a good topic, too, man. Like, Scream Queens. There's so many good ones. There's, like, you know, you got, like, the older ones, like, Jamie Lee Curtis' mom from, like, the Albert Hitchcock movies. Then you got people like Jamie Lee Curtis, who have still a Scream Queen, was she like, 70. Still a Scream Queen. Yeah, right. Still fucking gorgeous. Then you got, like, more, like, cornier ones, like Nev Campbell from the Scream movies. She's a Scream Queen. Kind of. But she's, like... She's like a scream clean, but, like, let's be honest. I mean, the scream movies aren't like the grid. They're not terrible, but they are a little cheesy. They've always been a little cheesy, which is why I think they've lasted so long is because they didn't fall into the category of just a full-blown horror slasher flick. They always kept, like, a little comedy in there, too, which I think helped them. But, yeah, that's pretty swick. But uh, now on to number three, Alien. 1979.
1: Oh, that was a good one. So, what do you think of that?
2: you talk about that, but hold on, please. Look at my shirt. I didn't plan this.
1: Alien. It's oh, alien. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow, talk about... Wasn't that a plot twist right there? That's uh, a plot twist. Yeah, I think actually put that shirt on just for the hell of it. Today.
2: No, so I actually asked him to grab my clothes this morning because I didn't want to go to work, and he was just like, here you go, so... But I actually have never seen Alien until actually this year. Really? I watched all of them. And I was just like, I feel so lost in life that I have never actually took the time to enjoy the, these movies. Like, it's wild to think what they were able to do during that time with, the like, the special effects.
0: It is crazy for sure because, I mean, think about, like, 1979, what they're— technology was now compared to what we got now there's like a lot of movies like if they made a movie like that today guarantee you it would be all cgi monster guaranteed
2: oh yeah for sure
0: which i think ruins it for a lot of movies now is that they do a lot they lie heavily on cgi and i think it was better back then when they were actually like building these fucking things to make them look like they're real it made them more badass because then you actually believed, like, yo, this fucking thing could be real and it could kill me right now. Like, kind of like what, you know, your boy fucking Steven Spielberg did with E.T. He built them up got chicken wire and clay, bro. That's
1: dedication. Yo, how about Bruce the shark?
2: From Jaws. You... Oh. He was all animatronic. Actually, I think they went through three of them because the salt water kept rusting yeah. them.
0: That's pretty sick. So, yeah, Alien number three. Oh, here's a good one. I've only seen this movie, like, once. And I'll never fucking watch it again in my entire life. You couldn't pay me to watch this movie again. But, uh, number two, The Shining. Is that Your was boy J- Jack
1: Nicholson. It, oh, my God. Is it Jack Nicholson? Here's George? Johnny. Yo, The Simpsons did a parody on that. I know. Everybody's done a parody. I was going to say, everybody's that, done a
2: parody. It's such a good movie. I feel like, though, in order to really enjoy the story, you have to actually read Stephen King's book. Like, um,. Is it Kubrick or how do you say his Stanley name? Kubrick? Yeah, he kind of took the story and ran with it. So it wasn't as good as this as the book was. But I still feel like it's one of those movies that you at least have to see once in your life.
0: There's a. I could be wrong on this, but I'm almost positive that this is one of those movies that even sting Stephen King himself fucking hated it.
2: Yeah, he was not a fan after yeah. he saw it.
0: Cause, I mean, I don't know much, but like, just from like reading in here, I know one of the biggest things I guess they took out was uh, that Jack wasn't treated with like sympathy and shit in the book. I guess. So I mean, I guess they kind—I guess he kind of felt like they took out a lot of like the emotional core of the book, which is shitty because a lot of people do that with a lot of movies. Like, yo, know, if you gotta make a horror movie. That's based off a book, but if you got to make it authentic to the book and it's got to be fucking three hours long, do it. Because I guarantee you more people are going to love it then than if you cut some shit out. Especially people that are big on the books. Because like any adaption from a book, if it's not almost identical to the book, people are going to fucking hate it. They're going to talk trash about it. And I mean, they got that right, I guess. But yeah, that's pretty cool, man. The Shining, number two. And here it is, the big one, number one, The Exorcist, 1973.
1: Yeah, that was a good movie. Such a good
0: movie. It's just a
1: solid flick for sure.
0: Something crazy about The Exorcist, I know when we were kids, Mom, if you hear this, I'd never partake ever. But when we were kids, we were always told that if you took ecstasy and watched The Exorcist, you would see like pink elephants come across the screen. And I was at a party one night when I was young where everybody had dropped ecstasy and we started watching The Exorcist. And these motherfuckers started tripping balls. Like, they were freaking out. They were screaming and shit. And I'm like, what's everybody screaming about? I was so young, I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, this is a decent movie. Why is everybody screaming? It's not even that bad. But I never finished the movie, and I probably never will because I heard it's pretty wild. And I don't want to see all that shit. That shit could be giving me nightmares.
1: it, It was real good. Uh, my watched that movie about a few months ago.
0: I'm more of a like I like horror movies, but I'm more of like a like a low tamed kind of horror movie I like. So like I can handle like like I was saying earlier, slasher flicks, man. I fucking love slasher flicks. I watched all the Friday or all the Friday the thirteenth, even though most of them are pretty trash, but I watched almost all of them. I think the only ones I didn't watch were like Jason Goes to Space fucking Jason, the New York City one or whatever. So I feel like they just kind of got repetitive after a while. But, like, yeah, I've watched those. I watched the Friday the 13th movies. I mean, I just said that. I mean, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Watched the Halloween movies. Not all of them. I watched the original Halloween. Well, it's funny because when the when they came out in 2018, when they did, like, the soft reboot of the franchise... Kathleen told me and Drew that she was going to take her father to go see it. (laughs) So me and Drew were like, fuck it, we want to go see it too. And I'm like, but Drew, I've never seen the original Halloween. So we rented the original Halloween the night before, watched that one, and then the next day we went to the movie theater to see the 2018 one. We got there. We walk over to Kathleen and her dad sitting down. We're like, oh, yeah, we're here watching movie too. And Kathleen's dad's like, you're not sitting with us. (laughs) So me and Drew sat down below them. And then after the movie was over, we just kept shouting, "It's a rule! It's, it's a, a rule! It's a, a rule! rule!" And Kathleen was getting pissed because you know, in those older horror movies, it was a rule—you got to show some boobies. You have to; it's part of the movie code. Those new movies don't be doing that, man. That'd be pissing me off. You got to show boobies in a horror movie. You
2: do not need to show boobies in a yes, horror you, movie. Yes, you
0: do. But anyways, anyways. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm like more into like tamer. Like, horror movies, like, I could watch slasher flicks all day and it don't bother me. I watched Halloween Kills and I literally went to bed right after and it didn't bother me. But, uh, there is another horror movie that I feel like falls under the radar. And I was actually going to ask you guys if you knew, if you thought, if you could think of a movie that you think, a horror movie that does you think doesn't get enough recognition. Because I got one and I think it's one of the greatest horror movies ever and i think it deserves more recognition it's called stay alive and it's fucking phenomenal if you've never watched it it's 100% worth the watch it's basically about this guy his buddy's like a game designer like a video game designer and uh he dies one night while they think he committed suicide so when this guy this guy like comes home to like you know go to his buddy's funeral and everything and he's like looking through his buddy's room and he finds or when he gets back home to his apartment, his buddy had, like, sent him a copy of this game. It's called Stay Alive. So as, like, an honor, a way to honor his buddy, he gets a bunch of his friends to sit down. They all play this game together. And they're playing with this guy's boss, and he's playing at the office. And then in the game, this guy's boss is, this guy's boss dies. So he quits for the night, and then you find out that... The game is, like, haunted. So, like, the way you die in the video game is how you die in real life. It's fucking wild. So, like, the the villain of this game, basically, like, the villain, which is, like, this old witch or whatever. If you die in the game, after you die in the game, she finds you in real life and she kills you the exact same way. It's fucking wild. It's insane. It's kind of, it is a little campy, I'll admit. It's a little campy, kind of cheesy a little bit. But it's so fucking good, dude. Like, oh, my God. It's one of my all time favorite movies. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it.
2: I've never seen it, but it definitely sounds like something right it's up my so alley. Good.
0: It's I, so good. I think I watched it. I think I made you watch Me one time, but it's so good. I love it so much. But yeah, do you guys think I know it's hard to like think of shit right off the top of your head. I should have asked you guys earlier, but I didn't even remember. But like off the top of your head, do you think there's a horror movie that you enjoy that you think doesn't get enough recognition?
2: Yeah, so like I it's Kind of been picking up pace within like the last year or two, but the movie Trick or Treat, like I know the iconic character Sam, who is essentially Sam Hain, like he is the guardian of Halloween. Like he has a list of rules you have to follow, and if you don't, he murders you. But he's recently picked up some traction, so like it's becoming more relevant in pop culture. But the movie came out in like 2008, it kind of flew under the radar um, because it was essentially three stories at once happening and then you start to see every story kind of come together at the end of the movie but honestly i feel like it's one of those movies if you haven't watched it you need to because it's just it's a really good movie and the plot lines are really kind of cute which i shouldn't say since it's a horror movie but it it's cute
0: yeah it's pretty badass i know obviously we lived together at one point so i know how much you like that movie I never knew that. I never knew that his name was Sam. That's pretty sick. Are you tell me the little pumpkin fucker? Yes. He's got like the little bag over his head or whatever. That's pretty badass. Yep. I didn't know that. That's sick. Drew, you got anything? Um, you ain't fucking got nothing. What did I even ask?
2: I have another one too. All
0: right, you get this with Drew. This is <laughs> yours. She's filling in for you.
2: So, like, talking about the Halloween franchise. The one movie I feel like doesn't get enough love, and it should, is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. So, granted, I understand Michael Myers isn't in the movie, and people are confused as to why it's part of the Halloween collection. But if you actually watch that movie, kind of branching away from, oh, it's supposed to be a Halloween movie, like Michael Myers should be in it. If you kind of take that all away and you actually watch the movie for what it is, it's actually a really fucking good movie and I don't care what anybody says if you disagree with me you can come fight me because it is so good and I feel like it needs to be appreciated.
0: Is that the one that has is that the one that has Paul Rudd in it? Or is that a different one?
2: That's a different one. I was gonna say
0: I know Paul Rudd's in one of them.
2: Or I mean it could be. I'm not like it's not coming to me off the top of my head. But like it's the one that has the three masks that the lucky company puts out that it's like a skeleton, a pumpkin, and um, a witch that they turn into another thing.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I wasn't sure which one. Yeah, I wasn't sure which one, but I knew Paul Rudd was in one of them. Which, apparently, in the movie he plays in, apparently he is Tommy Doyle in the movie he's in. And I guess for Halloween Kills, they originally wanted him to come back and reprise the wool. But I guess he couldn't because of scheduling conflicts. I think, I could be wrong. I'm guessing. I'm pretty sure that's what I heard somewhere, but I I could be wrong. Don't take me.
2: Wait. Yeah. yeah no, it is. Uh, it's Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, Paul Rudd is okay. Tommy Doyle.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. I wasn't sure. Wait, I got I got my movie. <sighs> Jesus. What? The Cult of Chucky. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. The reason I said that for it was Chucky. He was slashing motherfuckers. Yeah, Drew, he's
0: Chucky the motherfuckers in every movie. That's not a reason. No, there's a reason because I'll
1: probably kick the shit out of that You
0: moment. literally just looked it up, didn't you? And that's why you're saying
2: it now. <laughs> he yeah. just wanted to. I know. have know. He a
1: just moment. wanted to be. He just wanted to be in wait, it. It's wait, okay. Wait. I got. I found. This, I found um, the top ten slashers. You want to hear them? Number ten, Ghostface. Number nine, Candyman. Number eight, Pennywise. Number seven, Pinhead. Number six, The Creeper. From Jeepers Creepers. Number five, Jigsaw. Number four, Leatherface. Number three, Jason. Number f- two, Freddy. And number one, Mike Myers. Himself. Shut the fuck up. Woo! I know they did not disrespect
0: my boy Jason, dude. You're in the top three? Putting Freddy over him. Fuck that.
2: See, it doesn't even matter because Michael Myers is number one, and I am obsessed with him, what so I'm ripoff, so dude. okay with that. What a
0: rip off, dude. Freddy's a little bitch. he only haunt you in your dreams. Jason gets you in the motherfucking... He gets you everywhere, son.
1: Yeah, alright, son.
0: He's like, yo, come to my camp. I'm going to fuck you up. But all right, now that we're... Now that Drew talked about... Gave us the top 10 slashers, that could lead us in the the slasher concept. Obviously, Kathleen just told you guys she loves Michael Myers. So, Drew, who's your favorite slasher?
1: Um, I just looked at... It. I might have to go with uh, Jigsaw because he's fucked up.
2: Say that's a slasher film, though. That's but he just... put,
1: he put him in the top. They put him. Yeah, in the... but that's more of like a trap I, thing. Yeah,
2: I disagree with that list. That he list he doesn't. Is trash. Yeah, know.
1: Like last time we did a list thing, he doesn't really even kill.
0: Yeah, he doesn't really even kill anybody right, um, with his, on on his own.
1: If I had to say, um I'm probably going to go with Mike Mike Myers.
0: Drew, you literally told me on the way here that it was Chucky. Now you're changing your answer all yeah, of a sudden. I
1: like, I like Chucky.
0: You told me on the way here that Chucky was your favorite.
1: Chucky wasn't my favorite. He and is. now
0: Mike's your favorite? He's, Mike's my f- You don't even got a favorite. No, I don't. You just think whoever's in the moment. Yeah. Exactly. I know. But
1: but Mike Myers, he's slow as a motherfucker. he catch up to you like six blocks away.
0: Yeah, because he's the essence of evil. That's why he can't be killed. Me and Kathleen literally had this conversation after. Did you watch Halloween Kills? No.
2: You're oh. missing out, my dude.
0: After, well, we won't, we'll say something. We'll talk about without really spoiling it, but. Me and Kathleen talked about this after I watched it, and, you know, she brought up a good point. He's basically like—he's kind of like not even like—he's like a man, but he's like kind of not. He's like the essence of evil. That's why he can't be killed because you—or—would you say he's like the boogeyman, and the boogeyman technically can't be killed? So, yeah, he's like—so, I mean, don't get me wrong. Michael Myers is a fucking badass, and, I mean, he's definitely up there. But Jason's always been my boy since I was a kid, so, you know, Jason's got to take my top (laughs) spot. But Mike is, like, right there. Mike's right there with him. But it's always been Jason for me. And it's always been because when I was a little kid growing up, I really loved the idea of, like, going to summer camp. I thought going to summer camp sounded like such a badass thing. So then when your dad put me onto a slasher, fucking his whole thing is a summer camp, I'm like, yo, this is the fucking sickest thing I've ever seen. And then I watched the movies, and I'm like, yo, why is this so badass? This dude's a beast. I'm just Wara, hockey man, all fucked up like sloth from the Goonies, dude. Just, like, dude, what's more to love, man?
1: You know, uh, do you know the movie Jeepers Creepers? Yeah? My mom fucking can't stand that movie. We watched it one time. So, said, what the fuck is the point of this movie? This fucking <laughs> movie's fucking stupid.
2: It really is, though. It is I, I cannot get behind it, which is kind of sad because I love, like, Horror movies and like slasher films and like all of that, but oh, you put on that movie, and I'm like, all right, this is trash.
0: Kathleen likes horror movies so much that she would love it if Michael Myers got behind her.
2: (laughs) I'd let him murder me. It's okay.
0: Hey,
1: Tim, keep I'd
0: I'd let Jason murder me. I I would thank him for it. Literally, right before he chopped my head off, I'd be like, I fucking love you so much,
1: dude. Hey, Tim, if you listen to this, keep putting Mike Myers mask on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just
0: don't say a word, dude. It's perfect. Yeah.
1: Go with the essence. Oh, my God. I was, ta-
0: I was saying that to Kathleen, too. I was like, yeah, you know, why? Is it I was like, it's so badass that in every movie, this motherfucker just never talks. He just, like, grunts and shit. And she's like, yeah, that's the spookiness level. And, like, at first, when she first said it, I'm like, that's, like, that's such a stupid answer. But then, like, I thought about it, and I'm like, that makes so much fucking sense, dude. If he's out there. Like, how much scarier is a guy going to be if he's not saying a fucking word the whole time he's slashing you up? That would make me extra scared. Like this dude just stabbing a knife at me and he's just not saying a word. I'd be like, why are you not speaking? Like, does my death not matter to you? <laughs> I would feel I'd feel hurt. I feel personally attacked. Like, does what we have not important? So you don't have to talk to me.
2: Well what I always joked about was that is that he secretly sounds like Michael Myers or Pee Wee Herman. And so, that's why he doesn't talk? Yeah, so, like, my, I always have this thought in my head that, like, he's, like, talking and he's he's got a super high-pitched voice and that, like, the first person he murdered besides his sister made fun of him for it, and he's just like, I'm just never gonna talk again. Like, yeah. I'm done.
0: That's pretty... I mean, heck, that, that makes sense. But, uh... Yeah, we talked about the slashers now. I also... I know it's getting a little late. I don't want to keep you guys here all night, but... Uh I did want to talk about like like the family friendly like Halloween movies. I know everybody's got ones that they love. I got too. There's one <laughs> that me and Drew literally say year after year that we're going to watch we have still yet watched it. And I know you remember it because we used to watch it at grandma and grandpa's all the time. The motherfucking Halloween tree. Oh, yes. Man. You remember that movie? So
2: I actually have been trying to find it on DVD cuz I was trying to tell Tim about it. Huh? And Tim thinks DVDs? I'm nuts and I'm like it's a thing.
0: Yeah, I would like to have the DVD literally just to have it. Like, I wouldn't even watch the DVD. I just want to have it. Because it was such a big part of our childhood growing up. Because, like, when me, me, you, and my brother used to be at Grandma and Grandpa's, we'd watch that shit constantly, bro. That was a good movie. It was such a good movie, dude. It like, It's, it's yeah. so underrated. Because it's such a good fucking childhood movie, dude. Another good one that's, like, made for, like, younger kids. Another good one is... uh Fuck, I just had it, now I lost it. Oh, I don't even know.
1: Yo, yeah, what's your favorite non-scary movie? Like, just Halloween-filk f- f-
0: movie? Yeah, you you Like, not you,
1: scary? You could have two.
0: I don't know. That's a good one. I don't know. I feel like there's ones that I watch. Oh, you know what? Actually, I do know. Fucking Tower of Terror, of course. About to That's my that. go-to. About to that. I've been yeah. searching for that movie for my entire life, <laughs> dude. I still can't find out where I'm and, sad as fuck.
1: And he also likes uh, Phoenix- oh, what? The, f- the Ghost of the Movie Theater?
0: Oh, Phantom of the Megaplex? That's my shit, oh dude. That's my shit. God. I totally That's my the movie shit. Existed. Yo, them decoms were the shit back in the day, dude. They had the best ones. Oh, You've yeah. been under wraps,
2: man. I miss you so much. See, I'm kind of sad that nobody mentioned Scary Godmother. Like, growing up, that was one of my favorite Who the movies.
1: fuck is Scary Godmother? <laughs> fuck.
0: It was a Cartoon godmother.
2: Network movie, or at least, I, well, maybe it wasn't, but it was always on Cartoon Network. And it was just like this witch who was this girl's scary godmother. And growing up, I was like, I want one of those. Like I want yeah. somebody to take me to, so I can go hang out with like a bunch of monsters and get candy.
0: Hell yeah,
1: yo! My favorite, I, I said too. My favorite, you know, Hocus Pocus, motherfucker, the most basic, basic white, white bitch, bitch, bitch movie, and Night Before Christmas. Also, it's it basic, but, here, but it is a good one. Here, here's my number five. Hocus
0: Pocus is a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Hocus Pocus is a good movie. I just think it's way over
1: fucking, played. yeah, way overplayed. Um. With, with night before Christmas, there's a a, a theory or conspiracy going. on. You know how uh, Tim Burton likes doing his crazy shit. What if Frankie Weenie? What if Corpse Bride? And yeah, there's always
0: been that theory that all yeah. his movies are connected in a way.
1: Or I mean, it makes sense, honestly. That definitely it makes or, a lot of sense. But. Or how about the Grinch? You heard about that crazy one now? No. Like, That's a
0: Christmas movie, Drew.
1: Yeah. We're talking about Halloween. no no, I'm talking about like how the Grinch turned to Jack Skeleton with his dog. Oh my god. Because he wants to steal Christmas back.
0: No oh my God. No, no. No. Yeah, another if like uh other than Slasher Flicks, obviously to watch around the around Halloween, but another like not like really scary, but like kind of like badass and kind of freaky movie I would suggest somebody watching now is like The Fear Street series on netflix man those movies are so fucking good you gotta watch them in order like yo those movies do not deserve to be as good as they are
2: see i haven't seen them yet like i keep telling myself man i'm gonna watch them and then something always happens and then i'm like all right another day i'll watch them and it just it's
0: been two months I, I legit thought that they were gonna be bad like i'm like yo these movies are gonna be super cheesy and kind of corny and like they are but they're so fucking
1: good dude I, I oh, wish my to, God. I wish so to make, good. I wish they'd make more. That's all I want to say about it. Well, I mean, it,
0: if you remember, and because of the ending, they could make more. They could bring it back. They're, the the book series, there's fucking like 100 books in that series.
2: That's wild.
0: So they could always. And, like, that's what I thought, too, Is like, because it's like an Arl Stein book and, like, what they did with Goosebumps I didn't really like. I thought the, they kind of ruined the Goosebumps movie, so I was a little worried. But, man, Netflix killed it, man. It was super good. It was, like, the right amount of, like, scary, but, like, not, like, slasher scary. Just, like, yo, this shit is wild as fuck. But it's super good.
2: See, now I know what I'm going to have to do while I'm packing for our trip is just pop one of those bad boys on and watch it. Yeah,
0: there's three parts to it. Fear Street,
1: 1980, I think. No, 94.
0: Yeah, it's 94, I think, and then...
1: 79. Yeah, something like that. And And then 1669. And then
0: 1666.
1: You got to watch them in the order. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, man.
0: But, you know, before we end it for the night, anybody who knows me, especially Kathleen, because she lived with me and I tortured her with this every day, (laughs) you know I had to mention my boys, the fucking Slash Street Boys, (laughs) the guys who own my heart for the rest of my life. If you do not know who the Slash Street Boys are, they're this group that a couple years ago they, like, made like a horror remix of a Backstreet Boys song as just, like, as a joke. And it fucking blew up, dude. People loved it. So now, like, they do it, like, all the time. And they just, they literally just came out with another one. I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. You did. Yeah, they just came out with another one for this year. It's called uh, Keep Slaying Teens in the Dark. And, yo, it might be their best one yet. It's so fuck. like, I don't understand why it's so catchy. Like, it's so good.
2: So you sent it to me and I had to wait to watch it because Tim was sleeping for work and I was in our bedroom doing stuff and I went down and I finally played it and I ended up replaying it like six times. It's so good. I like know every single word and I'm like, I hate myself for this because now I'm like, I can't.
0: It's so catchy. Like you like want to not like it, but you're like, yo, this concept is like the, the whole concept of it is just fucking amazing. Like these guys are geniuses, man. They can run this thing out forever, dude. It's so good. You're never going to run out of an idea doing that. I just, you know, I wanted to plug those guys real quick because they're fucking badass and I love them. But yeah, man, Slash Street Boy, it's badass. Also, a little tidbit real quick new screen movie in January. I'm fucking hyped.
2: I cannot wait for it.
0: I know the screen movies are kind of looked at as like corny movies, which they kind of are. But let's be honest, man, those movies are pretty fucking good, too. They're they're
1: good.
0: I could watch those movies more than once. And I'm hyped for the new one because it's like a soft reboot. Kind of like what they did with Halloween. And if it's anything like how Halloween was where it kind of like breathed new life into the franchise, I'm all for it, man. Because that shit, that 2018 Halloween, that shit was fire. Halloween kills, fucking fire. Can't wait to see how they end this shit, man. I hope it's just Laurie and my... I hope it's like... Like a Harry Potter moment, man, where it's just Laurie and Michael and they just fucking go out together, man. Except one of them comes back in the end. Like Harry Potter came back in the end. So like it'd probably be Michael. Michael would probably come back because he can't fucking die ever. Probably. But yeah, man, that's badass. Drew, you got anything else you want to talk about
1: real quick before we wrap this up? Hey, uh, Halloween is this weekend. You know, keep it classy.
0: Yeah, it's lame that it's on a Sunday this year.
1: Lame. The next couple Halloweens
0: are going to suck because of we, where they're going to fall. Out of weekdays. Yeah. It's kind of trash, but, you know. Don't let that stop you from enjoying it. Be like Kathleen. She enjoys that shit year-round. Middle, like a Christmas dinner, Kathleen walks in, in black and orange dresses and shit, of man. Of course. She don't let it stop her. Nope. It might be November 1st, twenty fucking December 31st. She don't care. It's Halloween every day for her. So, you know, if that's the lifestyle you choose, man, live that shit. And if your name is Drew, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, huh? Yeah, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, You know, I want to say thank you to Kathleen for joining us. It was awesome to have you on.
2: Well, thank you for having me. It's kind
0: of coming full circle now because we had my brother on. Now we had you on. Drew's going to have fucking BMK on when he's down in Myrtle Beach. It's kind of coming full circle, man. Maybe one day we'll get Katie in an episode.
1: Oh, that'd be really rad.
0: bring it full circle.
1: That'd be rad.
0: But yeah, we appreciate you being here. Uh thank you guys for listening. Thank you. For
1: uh supporting us.
0: This is our last week of October, so we're hoping to push out some big numbers again. Uh we just appreciate you guys coming back, especially with the changes going on now with Mike leaving. Uh we appreciate you guys sticking around. Next week. This was technically Drew's episode. So next week, well it was Drew's episode, but it was kind of like a group episode. So next week we're going to kind of do the same thing. It's technically going to be my episode, but we're going to do it kind of like me and him together kind of. Uh it's a good one. I'm really hyped for it. It's like right in my wheelhouse. It's like what I'm all about as a person. So Don't I'm going to have I'm going to have tons of shit to talk about. Don't tell him. I'm not going to tell you guys, but it's a really good one. Uh Fiden already knows, so Fiden, if you tell anybody, I'll fucking murder you. (laughs) But uh yeah, man, I guess that's it. I don't wanna ramble on now and say talk about nothing, so how about we're just gonna end it with uh Life is short, losers. So always be your weirdest self. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.